Welcome to this episode of Nerdballs. This week we discuss more of Scarlett Johansson suing Disney. Emma Stone signs on to do Cruella 2 instead of suing Disney. Robin comes out as bisexual. We discuss the season finale of The Bad Batch. And Disney CEO calls Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings an interesting experiment and causes an uproar. So this is episode 403, Words Do Matter. Welcome, everyone. I'm Ari. Joining me are Chris and Ethan. We were in the middle of a conversation about Scarlett Johansson and Disney, and which reminds me of something that uh, just happened. They've confirmed that Cruella 2, starring Emma Stone, will be made. You so get shortly. that from We Got This Covered? Or? No, 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 no. <laughs> this was something that Emma Stone put out. Now watch. Happened. We got this covered. What the Cruella 2. No, no. The, 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 what We Got This Covered should say is Emma Stone settles out of court. <laughs> Because you know she's going to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about this when when the Johansson suit was announced. Like, how stupid is Disney for not getting ahead of this? Like, Apparently, it was different, though, with uh, Emma Stone. Well, remember, we heard the rumors, probably from We Got This Covered, uh, <laughs> and others. that That's another conversation Emma, we were having. Emma Stone had, there was rumors Emma Stone was talking about, yes. or her people. Right. Her, she was talking to her people about Cruella. Um, her options. Is, I yeah, think, I and think they're all term. just like, that's the thing. Scarlett Johansson, and because Scarlett Johansson, like people are saying, oh, but, but she's fine. Yeah, that's she's the one that gets to trailblaze because she is fine. She can lose this, and she's she still can buy an island if she really wants to. Who cares? Right. She's, she's, got all got, that, she's not hurting right now. Yeah, she's, got all, the she's got all that Colin Jost money. The difference, <laughs> uh, the difference between Scarlett oh, Johansson is that she's an executive producer with the film. Right. So that's but the, the other end of What it. I'm saying in the terms of, there's less risk for her. Mm. She can go out and do this as that first person because her career is all but bulletproof. You know, it's like, oh, no one's going to want to work with her. No, she can go. You think Warner Brothers isn't going to call her? Warner Brothers was smart enough to figure out how to pay off Gail Godot and Patty Jenkins and Chris Pine and others before they put Wonder Woman out for free. Mm-hmm. So if your Warner Brothers is going to work with her, going forward, she's not going to take back end. That's just the difference, and that's and one and of the Disney, big changes. They'll work at some point. I guarantee you, they'll work out where Scarlett Johansson still will work with Disney, and vice versa. Money talks. If you yes. put up a, a Brinks truck, it's it's not going to matter. I mean, right. how many times did the Eagles say we're never going to work with each other again? We all hate each other's. Look guts. at Guns and Roses. And Forty-five. Yeah, but none of them are actually. There's only one person that's actually on the. No, is, is Slash on that tour? Slash, Duff, and Axel. Man, drug dealers are making a the, fortune. And matter of fact, Steven Adler who. They kicked out originally for heroin and everything, ironically. Came back and did some shows with them the last tour. The they only get, one, the only one that didn't come back. Drugs. Huh? You got to imagine the drummer. It's, the the well, the same thing. They they uh, Pearl Jam kicked their original drummer out for right. the same thing. He was he was doing too many drugs. That's basically that is what it. It How was. many drugs do you have to do in Guns and Roses to get kicked <laughs> out of Guns and Roses for drugs? Yeah. When they kick you out, they're on drugs. Right. And they come to you like, dude, you. You're gone. Whoa, elephants. What's going on? Anyway, you're out. I, oh, wow. Colors, man. Yo, you got to get out of here. I mean, that's. <laughs> no, I get yeah, it. It's I like understand. the old uh, Dennis Leary bit, which he probably stole for someone else with the uh, um, Keith Richards doing an anti-drug statement. Yeah. Keith Richards is telling my kids not to do drugs. My kids can't do drugs, <laughs> Keith, because you did them all. They have to wait till you die and smoke your ashes. Uh, yeah, no, but they'll, you know, the, re- the, the reason that Scarlett like, Johansson was an, exec- was an executive producer on Black Widow 
was so she could get the back end and they don't have to pay as much up front. Well, it's also the fact that she has some control over that film. Yeah. Mm, it depends, it depends some, on how her... She's When they're an executive producer like that, a lot of times it's... They, they get some She control. gets a say. If some character comes in and says, oh, we want to make Black Widow a, a, a racist lesbian. Well, sorry, I'm an executive producer. I'm not producing. I'm not I don't, producing. Yeah, that. but a lot of executive producer titles, they don't have a lot of power over the little to no power over the project. They're there either. I'm not saying they have power over the project. What I'm saying is that they have a partial say. She can veto some things. V- veto say. Yeah. That's yes. Yeah. She's, She's not doing what a producer does. She's not making sure that all the location scouts are figuring correct. out anything. I get that. That's not that's not what that kind of person does. As an executive producer, she's there to protect herself. She's there to protect her character. Mm-hmm. In terms of if she if there's a writer she doesn't like for Scarlett Johansson with this project, I would say yes. yes. And that's what I'm saying. And this, it, she's not just an executive producer here to get back in. She could have gotten back in as an actress anyway. Because the way the only reason they said this movie got made, way, no. The only reason that the movie got made was because she didn't take everything up front. That's what right. back end was supposed to be for. Right. Was to keep the budget down until you already get the money in as you're actively getting money from movie theaters and whatever, then you get to pay them mm-hmm. with the money you already have. Correct. It doesn't, yes. Disney and, could easily give her $20 million for it on the day that they start shooting, or they can give her $5 million a week for four weeks after it opens. Right. But that's the kind of practice that they do. You want to make sure you have money in hand before you give them. It's, it's, it's something to basically protect yourself against a bomb. You don't want to pay her $20 million for a picture that's not going to do anything. Right. If it just happens to have all of a sudden everyone's like, eh, I don't want to see a Marvel movie anymore. But we were talking about, when we were talking about Cruella and Emma Stone, I don't know if Emma Stone. Emma Stone would be more like. She may not have gotten back end or anything, so it doesn't matter. She would have had to if she thought she she was going to sue them. Yeah. But the whole point of it, of her saying, hey, there's, there's something wrong here. I bet you all of them do. No matter who it is, it, it's not going to be the same thing, and she's probably not an. Well, someone like Emma Stone, who's you know Academy Award winner, whose name is out there, is she, but she was an executive producer yeah. on Cruella. She's listed yeah. as an executive. Now, so. in that case, that's probably more of she's in a position. Her agent is is negotiating that deal to make sure that she can protect her image. Correct. That there isn't something there. She has the power to walk away from that. She has, you know, as, as all actresses do. Well, and the but other when thing, you're listed as a producer, and you have that that small part of whatever that means as a power, if they come to her and say, "Oh, we want you to do X, Y, and Z for Corella," and she doesn't agree with it, she's not saying, "Oh, I don't want to do that for my character as an actress." She's right. saying, "I don't want to do that for my character as a producer who's trying to protect Emma Stone as a brand." Mm-hmm. That's what Scarlett Johansson's yes. uh, executive producership is more to me. Yes, is she doesn't um, want to hurt her brand. And for something like Emma Stone now, Disney may have may have already planned to do a Corella too, but then you know she it could have been where they didn't plan it, and all of a sudden now they're planning it because this is a way we can keep her from doing the star same thing as Scarlett Johansson. This is the because payoff. we can give you more money for Corella too, and we'll pay you in advance, and we won't give yes. you back in, and we're going to put it on Disney Plus or whatever. Yes, this could be the payoff for it. I mean, this no, is, going definitely going forward, Disney is going to have to update these in their contract signings. Yeah, or, that, or well, the flip side of it that they're talking about is actors and actresses are not going to ask for back end anymore. They're going to ask for everything up front. Yeah, because if you're not guaranteeing me that it's going into a box office for well, that's a what certain I'm amount is, of time, and we'll get into Shang Chi in terms of its window as well. Yeah, if I'm if I'm Chris Hemsworth doing Ragnarok or Thor four, whatever, Love and Thunder, mm-hmm. I'm calling them now. 
because I'm sure he's a producer on that film. I'm calling Disney now and say, you either change my contract or we're in trouble or you're releasing it for like three months before it hits Disney plus. Cause mm-hmm. this is ridiculous. I'm not going to, you know, and it, again, these are all people perfectly well off, perfectly fine, but a contract's a contract and money is money. I don't care if you have a million dollars, or if you have a dollar, another million dollars still means something to you. Well, you, you turn around and you look at it. What if your employer decided to, you know, shortchange you out of a paycheck, would you still be, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm well off. I mean, yeah, it's fine. okay if, you know, my $1,000 paycheck doesn't come in right now. You know, I have 5000 in the bank, so I'm safe for, for a little bit. But, yeah. you know, like, you wouldn't be like that. You'd be like, no, that's money I worked for. That's money I was promised. I need it. That's the stuff. This is on the back end of it of after right. the work is done. I think, I think her complaint more isn't that, that the movie went straight to Disney+. Plus. I think it's more the fact that Gail Godot set a precedence. No, right. it's that it went to no. Disney. It went to Disney Plus. Hold on. There's two there's two things. It went to Disney Plus, which cuts the feet off of the box office. No, I understand. And two, that. Hold on. Two, there's nothing in her contract about getting money from Disney Plus. That's the thing. Your thirty dollars. Well, there is bo- there's a contract, but it's it's a separate contract it's, for Disney Plus. But it, it wasn't she didn't sign that contract because Disney Plus didn't exist. No, mm-hmm. she did she did sign that contract. The one of the problems that they said with this is that the biggest problem is the fact that same day release cuts the legs off of Completely, box office. Yeah, chops them off at the knees. She did. She does have a streaming contract. They said it's built. It's already built in that that instead of that forty five days of being in the theater or whatever it's going to be, it's not. She didn't have that opportunity. It immediately went from her. She she missed out on that back end because it went straight to the stream. But I contract. think what, right, but what Chris on. is saying, her contract doesn't include the premium fee. No, that's the that's the problem. Streaming is if it was going to Netflix after the movie. Yeah, or it goes to Disney because Plus. Disney, yes. free. Disney Plus didn't. No, no, no. Exist. I agree. No, no, no. It's it's going. It's it's in the contract. It says Disney Plus. But listen to me. It's not the fact that Chris just said it. it's 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 not the fact that it went to streaming and you have another contract that's for your streaming service whether it's Netflix, Disney Plus, or whatever, it's the fact that when it went there, that premium, $30, yeah. she gets no cut up. Exactly. Right. There's no back end that's from that. That's her, what, yeah. her contract was made before premium access was I think we're correct. all trying to say the same thing. It's just yeah. coming out different, so it sounds like we're saying something Because, yeah, different. everyone has a streaming part of their contract. Yes based on the model that existed in 2018 Correct. for the films that we're starting to see now, Correct. as a lot of these contracts were signed pre-pandemic and even pre-Disney+. Plus, When mm-hmm. we said we should, she probably hammered out this contract at the end of 2018. This movie was ready in 2020, so she probably would have shot it in 2019, right? Yeah. It was shot it in 2019. Okay, so yeah. she, either, she either signed the contract in 2018 or early 2019. Disney Plus doesn't exist until November. Premium it, access definitely doesn't exist. Correct. The premium access is, is I so believe, it's not is the, the thing. Lang- if yeah, they would have came back, there. if they would have came back and said, "Okay, your back end includes theater and a cut of right, and your premium. percentage cut of premium would be higher because multiple people can watch off correct. of just the thirty bucks." Then she has nothing to stand on. Correct. That's and they had six there. months to do that. That's the problem with it. They had six months to do it. They didn't do it. Mm-hmm. This is where, as I said the, the week, I cannot believe Disney, a company that controls its image as well as anybody on earth, didn't think this was going to be a thing. And Warner Brothers, 
who looks like a deck of cards that's thrown into the air and hope one of those ends up on a screen. Right. Figured this out. Right. Like, this is going to be bad. We, you know, we can't have Gail Godot and Patty Jenkins and Chris Blind the day after Christmas going, where's my cash? Well, this is... So they settled it before the movie opened. If you remember, when when they first announced that all of 2021, HBO Max, all of 2021 would have same-day release for their movies... 2022. They said even releases in 2022 will have that, too. I think think they've gone back and changed it because there was... Remember that uproar that was at the very beginning of this thing when as soon as they announced that, Mm -hmm. people freaked out? Especially yeah, for like if like you're if HBO you're producers Max. of uh, Kong versus Godzilla, you're I mean, pissed because right. nobody cares about the producers of Kong versus Godzilla. But the other side of this, they didn't have a premium thing like Disney does, so no. a lot of people have HBO Max as part of their AT and T. If you went forward, if Gail Godot and Patty Jenkins and the like went forward, what they would would contend is how many people. Signed up the day that you said Wonder Woman 84 will be free on Christmas. Correct. How many people signed up on the 23rd, 24th, and 25th just to watch it? Mm -hmm. If you're saying this is a driver, the Justice League's the Snyder Cut, HBO Max treated that as a driver. We're going to drive people to the subscription. So if I'm Zack Snyder, I'm going, I should get a piece of how many people sign up within some sort of period Mm -hmm. that you come up with. What Warner Brothers did is they just basically said, we're going to give you a boatload of cash mm-hmm. based as if the film made X amount of dollars and you sign away your right to sue us or whatever. Mm-hmm. Correct. You know, the protection. That they do that and Disney doesn't shocks me. Yeah. It shocks me. And we've seen, I mean, I don't know if, if we talked about it when Mulan was the, Mulan was the first one that went premium access, right? Correct. Yeah. We said it, I said it at the time. Well, Mulan There's nobody, was the biggest one. Because no. they, they had the... Oh, you're right, you're right. Uh, bound. To, out, 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 yes. Outbound, or, or what was it called? The out. Pixar movie. Yeah. Oh, Onward. 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 I thought yeah. Onward was free. Onward. I thought they it, just dropped it because it didn't... It released in theater. Because uh, remember, it released in the theater, like, the week before, two weeks before uh, the yes, pandemic. Yeah, you, you're all right. You're all right. Yeah, yeah I think... Mulan was the first... Mulan was the first access. one with the premiere access. Because as soon as that happened, everyone's like, you gotta give me the Black Widow right now. I need to see Scarlett Johansson. Raya had a premiere, but that was after... That was also after. Yeah, yeah. Movies like that, I think I said it when they announced it. With Mulan, there's nobody on it who's going to make a stink that Hollywood Reporter and Variety and Entertainment Weekly are going to give a damn about. And there was no one probably getting back end. Exactly. That, mm-hmm. Something like that is probably a producer back end. That's an easy contract to put in. Like, we'll throw you a couple million dollars or we'll make you a producer on another movie. Yep. You know, whatever. Yeah. This would be the one. How do you not keep Scarlett Johansson happy? Whether you want to work with her again or not. But the press of this coming out. The public image, the 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 optics of this mm-hmm. is really bad. That's the problem. Is the optics? Yeah, because I've said it last week. Because they'll, they'll settle out of court at mm-hmm. some point. It will, you know, it'll be something where not, both sides are happy. But to the to the perception that of damage is already done. Mainstream audiences, yeah, they're looking at this as and then you know, something made, horrible. You've made and a then, multi-million dollar actress look like yes. Oh no. I, I, I need I mean, money. I've been screwed. And people, you're siding with her mm-hmm. because it, it's the right thing to do. In terms of the language of a contract and what the contract was signed and what Disney's doing, you can't look at this and think Disney's in the right. And especially to come out and say, oh, it's because of the pandemic. How dare she? Like, shut up. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. You, you want me not to feel bad for a, a, an actress that makes 10 to $20 million a picture? 
I'm not going to feel sorry for a company that still made a gajillion zillion dollars last year. But back right. to the Corella thing, I think that, it, to me at least, it feels like this was something Disney came up with very quickly to you save can, yeah, face. You, you can spin it that way. That's what, um, right around when Avengers... Because he doesn't take anything to say, hey, guess what? We're going to make Cruella 2. Yeah. And when Avengers hit, you know, just after it, as the this that's little bit of groundswell that got cut off at the knees of why aren't we paying the creators who made these billion-dollar characters that are going on the screen, Jim Starlin still had a contract with Marvel producing new work. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit about Jim Starlin doing new work for, for Marvel. And the kind of spin, the truth of it is they were paying him to keep him happy. Right. So that he wouldn't come out and say, hey, I did that. Yeah. You know, and this is the last couple of weeks. There's been new stories of the ideas of these guys that are making these characters, these creators that are still alive, who didn't see a cent of it. Even Brian Azzarello said something about it for Winter Soldier. The older, and, ki- the older ones. Because yeah. Somebody like Rob Liefeld is making money off of Deadpool. Not specifically. And that's the thing. Rob Liefeld's cameo and being an associate producer or whatever, that's to keep him from saying, I invented this character. And then Marv Wolfman says, no, I invented him. His name was Deathstroke. And you just stole him. Or Fabian Nazia finally to go grab a set of stack, set of stones and come out and go, oh, no, I helped create that. Or more importantly, Joe Kelly saying, everything in that movie (laughs) is from my run. Right. Everything in that film is from me. Rob didn't have anything to do with this. No, this is, is Jim Starlin created Thanos when he was doing Iron Man yeah. in the 1970s, you know, late 1970s or whatever. Um, and so he's and now and we're seeing uh, that Azarello has said something about the fact that he's as he gets older, he's more disappointed that he didn't get any he doesn't get any credit or financial credit for Winter Soldier or he have created to him in that, stay in that room. That he's in. You know, he agreed to do the cameo in the movie. He's yeah. in the movie. Yes. So, so is Brubaker. these guys, I'm sorry, it is Brubaker. I'm sorry. I keep saying Azarello. I apologize. It was that Brubaker that wrote that. Why did I have Azarello in my head? I don't know, but I was um, trying to figure what Azarello did for no, Winter Soldier. No, it, it was Brubaker. Um, I usually go there's a lot of guys in that same time frame, like Azarello yeah. and Brubaker. And someone's, I always kind of mix them up. Just the same thing with like Ellis and Morrison. Sometimes I think like, who wrote Authority? Is it Ellis or Morrison? No, it was Ellis. It was Ellsworth. But um, there was another, there was another... You see these kind of cameos uh, in it. Either creator or artist or something from Winter Soldier that was uh, in that same Yeah, cameo. Steve Epting. Yes, that's who it was. Yeah, Steve Epting was the artist. He yes. created the look for Winter Soldier. So both of those guys have said in recent weeks that they really wish they, you know, as they get farther down the line, they wish they had some control. And the flip side was what Denny O'Neill at DC did, where they had contracts where you didn't have creative control, right? but you had created control yeah you, you would get not control uh uh creative ownership like you were the person that created correct. it correct so there's a lot of contracts through there and, and you can see some of the characters that they use now in dc <laughs> you're like oh they're using that character because the other one they owe money to <laughs> you know it's the old story of when they did this the showcase reprints the black and white reprints of some of the the older comics in the 60s and 70s when they did jonah hex volume one or haunt no it's haunted tank volume one and then volume two like took forever to come out because they went to all these creators and had them sign new royalty ones. Like, we're just going to give you one payout and we don't have to pay you per copy that we did. And the haunted tank one was really popular. Jonah hex was the same thing. It took forever for the volume two for haunted tank to come out. Cause that the writer of it, or I think it was one of the writers and one of the artists said, no, I'm not going to sign this. You're going to print that because people want it and you're going to give me money for it. 
It took forever for it to come out because DC's like, we're not going to do that. Like, come on, you got to sign, sign here, sign the new one. Come on, like, no, it's not the contract that I sign. You, I could sign that contract because Danny O'Neill did it uh, as like grandfather too for some of the guys that he signed. It's like not only the stuff that you're making going forward, but the stuff that you've already done. We're going to throw that in there as well because they were trying really hard to steal all the time. Not steal. They were trying to do something to distinguish themselves from from Marvel in terms of the contracts that right. only us can go off on a tangent, but keep to the exact same topic during yeah. the tangent, which is the comic part of it. I mean, that's the, the what's going to, what I feel is going to happen in movies going forward with talent is this sort of thing of coming to them and saying, we're going to put all of these different caveats in your contract. Here's your box office part of it. Mm-hmm. Here's your streaming part of it. Here's your premier access part of it. Here's your TV residuals. Here's your, you know, cable residuals whatever it's all going to be there or it's going to be we're going to pay you more than you're worth up front mm-hmm. and then you don't get any of it well but it, this is what and, and that's the, the the fear of it is that sort of manipulation where you dangle that in front of people not necessarily someone like a scarlett johansson or a chris hemsworth mm-hmm. or an idris elba but people in that tier that's a lot lower they're coming from tv to movies or whatever where you're throwing money at them right now in order to and, and, to basically say you're not getting anything when we once we're done, you'll get residuals as as you always do. But we're not going to give you points. We're not going to do this because if it's a huge hit, we've you know we don't have we don't owe you anything. But this happens every time a new technology comes out. It mm-hmm. happened when when uh, VHSs first came out. When DVDs, look know, it up, kids. I mean, there there was a you know there was a time when they were only getting residuals for vid- for videotapes and not DVDs, and then you know rentals came into place, and you had to you know there's all those things where you yeah you know, that was a big thing because Blockbuster that's why there has been so many with tapes and strikes and stuff. Blockbuster, why videotapes were so expensive for so long before Blockbuster was those those small mom and pop video stores, mm-hmm. they'd pay like two hundred dollars for a tape because you're getting two bucks every time you rent it out. Right, you expect to rent it out three four hundred times, whatever. So they would get money off of the $100 tape that one store buys. Yeah. But part of what I said in this, the, the Scarlett Johansson suit is never going to go to any sort of court is because the one thing they're demanding is how many streams is it? Right. Not how many people bought it. How many times did they watch it? Because if everybody who bought it for $30 watched it 15 times, that means something. Now you can make the argument, well, they would have never gone to the movies 15 times, but it's obvious that they wanted to see it again at least once, and that would have been another $30 at the box office. Mm-hmm. So they- I, I could see them coming up with something. Well, here's X amount of dollars you're going to get for Black Widow, and then she's probably got something in there like, you have to produce two films that I, you know, that I star in, that I have creative control over, things like that. And then, you know, that's probably what they're doing now is trying to get the settlement, you know, part of it, because with a lot of I these, I don't things, know. They seem so red ass about it. I mean, Disney's thing is basically they, uh, <laughs> it feels like they don't want to talk to her at all. Mm-hmm. Well, but I mean, okay, this is totally not what we were going to start with, but <laughs> it's no. just our biggest subject. This is like the third time we've talked about. This. I know because I mean, it keeps the, the changing. The That's why stuff, the Corella thing just happened. You know, yeah. it was announced yesterday, I think. But it's just the 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 business of hollywood can be just as fascinating as anything on the screen it's oh about yeah with star wars yeah the next star wars movies i want is how the hell did we make rogue <laughs> one how did we oh i watched the last third of last jedi on tnt last night i was doing something else man jj abrams just f that movie over yeah you're watching last they're like none of this continues yeah i'll see you around kid no you won't 
You literally don't interact with him in the next film. Rose kisses Finn in the, the scene in the Falcon when Finn basically ignores Ray and is yeah. trying to take care of Rose as she's been hurt, saving him. And he's like, that goes nowhere. Like, what are you doing? Why? Oh, it's so, it's so angry. Such a. Oh. It's not angry. You're angry. Oh, I'm angry. I've been <laughs> angry for a long time. <laughs> um, I get, I get irrationally angry about Star Wars. So. And yet nowhere near as much as the Phantom Menace. It's not even close. Oh, God. I get I get angry that it's still good, but it just it's like why didn't People you connect this? This doesn't this technology shouldn't exist yet. What's somebody going on? somebody puts up a picture or even a figure yeah. of like Ray. Oh, I really like Ray. Then all of a sudden it's just like 30, 50 comments. Which is very Sue. Yeah. Oh my god. Um Joe pages are getting really bad too. Oh yes, they are. Joe Bros are out of control. Jeez. I'm just so glad out they got past the the uh the origin memes. I just go glad they got past the snake guys because it's at a theater run of 48 hours. I saw one oh, person. The movie was awful. I saw one person put yesterday. You know, if the snake guys movie was originally called storm shadow, it would yeah. have been a better movie. That's just, yeah. How does storm shadow become the extra? That's true. Uh, but that's, <laughs> for the majority oh, of the movie, he's person. the good guy. The, yeah, that was the last person I saw <laughs> talking about that film. Yeah, and it's. Oh, I it's, saw somebody put up today. Hey, if you haven't seen Resolute, this is the best GI Joe thing ever. And it's no more, no more live action. That's that's my thing. I, I got people on there like, oh, I can't wait for the Amazon TV show. Why? <laughs> it's, it's in never, the same it's universe been, as this. It's never been good. They can't mm-hmm. do live action. Yeah. Just do the cartoon. Just do a cartoon. Well, the good thing is with Snake Eyes. From now on, they really don't have to have him say anything. They don't have to have Snake Eyes at all at this point. <laughs> you know they're going to do another Snake Eyes movie. To fix this one? Sometime in the next 10 years, they're going to reboot it with a well, Snake Eyes movie. Hopefully Henry Golding didn't ask for anything on the back end because he's going to start owing money. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll stop. What are you doing? I'm writing a check to Paramount. <laughs> okay, let's don't do any more Transformers movies for a while. Let's don't do any no, G.I. Not Joe for a while, movies. just ever. Let's do <laughs> Mask. No. No. Yes. Uh, no, they should do trend. they should do a sequel to Bumblebee. Bumblebee earned enough credit for me to see another Bumblebee movie. Yeah. So then you can do that. Well, Don't Bumble- do any more Michael Bay Transformers movies, no. But you can do another Transformers movie. They are. I know. It's called Beast Wars. It's basically Beast Wars. Yeah. And then as soon as they described it, everyone's like, oh, no, we're going <laughs> back to the wild. No. Like, come on, guys. It's- just as I said with Snickers, let's relax and see but how it also, is. I had hope that it could be good. I was wrong. But the hope was there. I don't think the hope was unwarranted. The trailer looked not too bad. Mm. Pieces of it were okay. But uh, boy, as a whole, that thing is just a big steaming pile of rat. And th- this kind of is a good segue into something else I segue. wanted to talk about. Um, I know we've stopped, you know, we haven't done that format in a while, but uh, topic to topic. But, you know, we just kind of been talking. We've had topics. Yes, well, normally, we've well, had a, we've had more of agendas than topics. Oh well, now we're in trouble. <laughs> oh. no, the, every, everything that everybody does is an agenda. The quote unquote agenda of Dis- the episode. Disney's agenda, the agenda of these people, the agenda for this. Um, talking about you know a movie that didn't do well, steaming pile of rat turd. <laughs> and but even you know a lot of people thinking it sh- should or something or. What I'm trying to get at is... I was going to say, where the hell are you going with this? There's, There was an article that came out saying that the actor, the lead actor from Shang-Chi... Um, Shang-Chi? Was... Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Yeah. Shang-Chi. Was, I've said Shang. I mean, I, don't, I, don't, I never want to ever correct it. Apparently, the, the, CEO, the CEO of Disney decided to say that 
in an interview that Shang Chi is an experiment. What do you, how do you put it? He put it was, um, well, the thing is, is you have the story in here, so we could probably just look up the actual, an interesting experiment. And a lot of people, including the actors misunderstood that to mean because it's an Asian film. I don't think they misunderstood it. I, it doesn't read that way in the article. It reads to me that the experiment that word, here's the problem. It doesn't matter what he said or what he meant. Okay. I'll give, I'll give you that. That word. It was a terrible word. That's what I was trying yeah. to relay I in my you, message to you guys. But the experiment isn't that film. It's way that film is being treated. It's the first Marvel film to be in theaters, and immediately 45 days later, it's straight to Disney+. Plus. So Chappick commented that Shang-Chi's exclusive theatrical release would be an interesting experiment for the company. On Shang-Chi, this is his quote. On yes. Shang-Chi, we think it's actually going to be an interesting experiment for us because it's got only a 45-day window for us. So the prospect of being able to take a Marvel title to the streaming service after going theatrical at 45 days will be yet another data point to inform our actions going forward on our titles, end quote. That is so corporate speak. It's amazing. I oh, love it's that. totally, yes. The, uh, the, the, another data point to inform. Yeah, people wait until shit's free before they watch it. I can do that right now. It's you know it's just like when they said, but that'll I, be. I wonder if building well, here like, in Newbury Park when they built Deer Ridge, this gigantic new you know community up on a hill, they the Thousand Oak City Council commissioned a group to say, is that going to increase traffic? They spent like ten million dollars on it, and I just went, give me forty five bucks, and I'll tell you, yes, more four hundred multi multifamily homes is going to increase traffic, and here's the thing, it did. That's why we have lights on Windy. The, that, the light on the the light in the middle of Windy, where on Gerald off of where I live. I'm just if there's anybody listening, they now know where I live. Um, <laughs> they be able to track it down. Yeah, um, At least get the cross street so they can. Yeah. Uh, What's the reason that like? exists is because of Deer Ridge. There was too much traffic headed between that and, and the freeway. So, um, so yes, it, you're changing for the day. My my thing with it, with it is because now now looking at. Shang-Chi and how it performs. If it bombs, this is going to show a lot of people that an Asian-led superhero movie does not do well, quote-unquote. Yeah. So, oh, no, that's, that's more the, detrimental. But that's, the, but that's not but, the experiment but that he's talking about. But the matter. way that he says okay, it. When, when hold, you on, have, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, hold I want to do the quote from Simu Liu, so well, exactly let me finish, what he says. Let me finish what I wanted to say, please. So with him saying that this is an instrumental experiment... It's bomb. It bombed, so it's going right to Disney Plus. That takes away from the feeling of wanting to see more of these. It took for me. I wasn't really interested in seeing this in the theater at first, anyway. Hearing him say, "Well, it may be good, it may not be good, but we're just going to release it forty-five that's not days what he's later." Saying. Technically, that's, this again, is what it is. It, it's, that's not what he's saying. He's saying that no, this no, is the first film that they're doing that's going from box matter. office to. Disney Plus the This is how it makes it feel, though. The perception of the reality. I get the perce- perception. Is that when, whenever we see something like, oh, they don't send it to reviewers. Whenever we see something like, oh, we're going to send it to, to streaming. No matter what the reasoning is, whether he's being genuine or not, when you see that with a film that is different than any of the other ones. He Correct. didn't say this about Thor, Love and Thunder. He didn't say it about Captain America But 5. if it was one of those, when he it wouldn't says have gotten that, any play. The perception of it is, you can perceive it, you can spin it as... Chappick and Disney doesn't have faith in the film. So we'll do exactly what it is. So Simi Liu, who plays Shang-Chi, 
tweeted on Saturday morning, we are not an experiment. We are the underdog, the underestimated. We are the ceiling breakers. We are the celebration of culture and joy that will persevere after a battle year. We are the surprise. I'm tired. I'm fired the F up to make history on September 3rd. Join us. So he's obviously, he doesn't say anything against Chappic. He just brings up that experiment. He's hyping up the more the film more than the CEO of Disney is. Yeah. So it, and it is it is different things. He's he's on a he's on a uh, what was it a investment call whatever the hell yes. it was. Yes. Yeah. So I get I I no I don't think that Chappic's sitting there going oh great an Asian movie no one's going to go yeah, see no, it. Yeah. No, I'm definitely. We know not people like are going to yeah. go see it, and making it a theatrical only release. I think is very smart because you're seeing what happened with Black Widow. You saw how a few people went. But you also, I understand Disney's point and also thinking the fact of we don't know what the world's going to look like in September. Mm -hmm. We've got a Mm -hmm. Delta variant running around. We have the most famous meme on the internet. My fall plans, Delta variant, and then whatever. I love the one that's my fall plans is Gwyneth Paltrow. Delta variant is a box. That was great. Um, So... With that same 45 <laughs> days and telling people in advance, that's the thing. I that's the same what thing worried with me Mulan. the most. That was the thing with Mulan. Mm-hmm. When they said they were trying to hide the date, then it got out. It was like December or whatever. November. It was November, whatever it was. It was, it was like, like three, three months, months after. Afterwards, yeah. Yeah. So for someone like me, there's no way I'm paying $20, $30 to watch Mulan when I know it's going to be there. Correct. Six weeks. You're telling me I can watch, I can watch Shang-Chi at home. Rich and his family have already admitted, I would rather watch it at home than go to the theater if you have the option, Rich's right? Rich's family. Rich and his family would rather watch it here. You're not going to the movie theaters by yourself, so forget it. I'll take Ethan. I've already said I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> it's, so, it's so cute when you guys date. Um, <laughs> well, I would take you, but, you know. I go by myself. You like going by yourself? I go, I I've gone by myself. I don't necessarily like going by myself. It's just kind of the option I have. For something like... Black Widow, I wasn't going to go because you'd already seen it. Right. I, I cannot stand seeing a movie with you after you've already seen it. Um, Except in the theater. I'm good. I don't do anything mm, in the theater. I trust myself more. Uh, I'm worse at the first time I watch it because I'm going, well, great. Now I'm not going to go with <laughs> rest of my life going to the movies by myself. You, apparently. you always get the, oh, 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 whatever. Or I go, oh yeah, that's what's gonna. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that's so cool. No, oh, oh yeah, check that's it out. What's happen. Oh, the hammer's moving. Don't worry, it's cap. You know, whatever. I don't do um, that. I figured it out. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, there's a lot of that. <laughs> anyway, the point is, I hate that so much. We'll take you out of it. If if Beth says she wants to see this movie, is she willing to wait six weeks to see it for free, on a service you already pay for, obviously? But you know what I mean. Versus going to the movies. If you're saying we want to go see Chang Chi this weekend, she'd go. Okay. If we said we're going to see Shang Chi, she'd go. Matter of fact, if I said I'm going to go see Shang Chi with Chris and Ethan, she would say without me because it's a Marvel film. She has no clue who Shang Chi is. She has no clue about the Ten Rings. This whole thing. That's not the you know the book she would have read. Well, that's. Still, that, that's what you go to movies for is to get new experiences. Yes. Mm. No, but, I, just, one of my friends was like that with comics. She's like, I can't read this because I don't know any of these people. I'm like, that's how you get to know them. You read the right. comics. Right. So, but it's still a Marvel film. So she wants to see it in theater. Black Widow, she said. Right, but, Black Widow, she goes, it would have been nice to see it in the theater. That's the thing but, is my flip is you paid for Black Widow the day it came out and you guys watched it. Yes. 
So is it just that it's got to be the same day? So if Shang-Chi was $30 on the day it came out, would you watch it at home or go down to the AMC? Well, I think more it's, it's... For that one, I think I might just watch it at home. There you go. So, what if I'm saying is the motivation for you or for the people that are in this household may be to shrug your shoulders, especially someone like Beth that's not as connected to having it ruined on the internet over and over again. Six weeks is nothing to her. But it's a Marvel as film. If I know, I'm just saying. The, the, the general... Doesn't, if, it, doesn't if it was, if it was Cruella saying, or something like that, Yes. And that's where the experiment comes in. How right. many people are going to be going to see that film? The experiment, the problem with it is the experiment is not a Marvel film. The experiment should be something like Corella, where Correct. they say, we're going to tell you a month before it opens, you can see it on July 1st at your local theater, or you can see it on August 15th right. at home. For something like Corella 2 or Marvel, or Marvel's, even Jungle Cruise would be Marvel the same thing. St- and Star Wars, yes. Those, those are Marvel and Star Wars are a different animal with it. Yeah, and that's why the, the interesting experiment. The Jungle Cruise why the, might even be is, a little bit off too. The Jungle Cruise would be a great one because it's in that mid tier. It's got a it's got a world class star, and it's based off of something that people know. Although it but came it's out the same day, it did for premium. What I'm saying is this experiment. Oh, yes. What Chapik is saying, if he had used these words with Jungle Cruise, if he had decided to say, okay, a month and a half ago, a month before the movie opens, we tell the world. You can see Jungle Cruise on July 28th, whatever mm-hmm. that was. But on September 15th, you can watch it on Disney Plus for free. No premium at all. We're not doing right. it day and date. If you want to see it the day it opens or within six weeks, you have to go to the theater. That's an experiment, and you use that word for it, and nobody gives a damn. And see, here's the Chappick thing. Chappick has to be smart enough to know. That film? This is, if, if he had said this about, about Captain Marvel... Yes. Originally, because remember, we put a lot on Captain Marvel as mm-hmm. the first female-led superhero film from Marvel. Right. Boom. There it is. Up there. And, the, you know, the man babies lost their mind about hating her. She doesn't give credit to her stuff. Sure. She wants to see people of color interviewing her. That's bad. What? What? Why? <laughs> I'd like to see women and people of color interviewing me. Oh, she hates men. No, she just said she'd rather. <laughs> she'd like to see different people interview her. That the media in Hollywood is a bunch of white dudes. Like, that affects the way that media gets covered. So, saying that about something like Captain Marvel would invoke this same type of... To a degree. Yeah, it's the same. The the Jungle Cruise would have not gotten any... No, anything like that. That would have been something where you would look at it as I'm doing with that type of thing. Yes, this is an experiment. Yes. Shang-Chi is an experiment. I'm not saying it isn't. It's not an experiment because it's an Asian film. I get that. I'm not saying he's genuinely really like, oh, I mean, it's an experiment because God knows nobody wants to see an Asian film. Right. Nobody saw Snake Eyes. So that you got to be you got to be conscious of the word choice you're using. It's like both the, your of them people. actually, yeah. Both of when them. you say your people, yes. Or you people, you people. We know that it has a different connotation. You may not mean anything by it. Mm-hmm. I could say you people about the people that live in this home, you yes. and your wife and your daughter. To you, that doesn't mean anything. To somebody who doesn't know exactly what the hell I'm talking about, correct? They think I'm saying something about you, or you know your your background, they're, they're your using religion, it as a, or whatever. A, a, yes, as a racial connotation. Yes, the, I can see where people pull that through because it is an explosive type yes. of word. So I understand the backlash for it, but I also don't believe that that's what he meant. There's no way he meant that. And it, it was could just have also this. been that the headline that that he read could have said. 
you know, Disney CEO calls Shang-Chi and... Exp- and there's the... There's where everyone gets this. <laughs> Nobody reads any of the articles. Right. I read it. When you sent it to me, I read the article. I read and I came too. up... Yeah. And that's what I, was, I said. I get what he thinks that Chappick is saying. Yes. I think I understand exactly what Chappick is saying. And I don't think Bob Chappick, as the CEO of Disney, is a racial bigot. Now, if he is... We're in trouble, <laughs> and he needs to go immediately. Yes, but I don't think he is. Well, even like my response to the thread wasn't to say, you know, oh, Chappic is racist or something to that effect. Now we're gonna I have said, to title the show <laughs> Chappic is a racist. No, but my isn't, isn't. my whole part of that thread was the choice of words. Yeah. doesn't make me more excited to see the movie for the CEO of a company to try to promote a movie and you're saying, I want to see how well this does in theaters. I want to promote getting people back to the theaters because that's going to make us a lot more money. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see with what you just said. I don't you think know? it makes them a lot more money. That's if, if it was up to Chappick, all he would do is release everything on Disney plus at this point well, yeah. because there's no middleman. Right. Yeah. But the feeling I get from that, that no, I get it. That but here's the statement but, he makes is, well, we'll just see what happens. But here's the other thing about this, this movie is an experiment for Marvel with this character that no one really knows about. It's, but they've done characters that people haven't really known about. Yes. Once you do Guardians of the Galaxy, it's all over. Yeah, you have Guardians I, of the Galaxy I, yes, with a I, bunch of people you have no idea, and a tree, a, a tree, a raccoon, a woman in green, and a guy from the office. But you still have two office, hook, uh, Parks and Rec. You still have two really big hooks on that. Okay. Yeah. You have Marvel. You have it and Marvel. Okay, three, three. Then you have it, Marvel. You have it set in outer space with a motley crew in a ship. That doesn't matter. In terms of what Marvel had already done. And then you have really cute CGI characters. Not for the first one. Uh, Rocket and Groot were pretty cute in the I first one. They're not cute. Groot wasn't a cute character in the no. first one. Groot's a gigantic tree. He stabbed to the end. They're, yeah, they're the interacting. When you see it, yeah. He, yes, he's a big that, tree. But. I'm not saying he's a cute little cuddly thing. But until you, until He's you see very the, cute the thing in is, the water, the fountain, see, and things like that. Until you see that movie. It's an you experiment. Really no, no, it's not. Yes, that movie was a huge experiment. That's why Shang-Chi... Black Panther was an experiment for Marvel. By the time we got to Black Panther, no one thought that wasn't going to be a But success. those are... Char- Granted, Black Panther was introduced when, when, in another film. When Guardians of the Galaxy came out, and I said it at the time, this could be the most important film the MCU yes. releases. Because if you got stuck with, Jesus, we got to do another Iron Man and another Cap and another Thor and another Avengers every single time. Guardians of the Galaxy is how we get Ant-Man, Ant-Man Doctor 2, Strange. At Ant-Man 3. There's three Ant-Mans. Yeah. Don't tell me that anything of Marvel is an experiment anymore. It just isn't. You know when you put Marvel on it. It's the the honest trailer. Or I think it was Guardians of the Galaxy. Or no, it wasn't. It was the, the SNL parody of like all these different movies of Marvel. And it, the end of it was, it's Marvel. You know you're going to go see it. So it isn't. Eternals, well, that's why Eternals can be an experiment. I don't expect Eternals to truly fail. It's not going to lose money. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be as big as any of the other ones? That's the Eternals to me is the experiment because there's not a name in it at all. Nobody knows who the hell these are. But do you think Shang- Neil Gaiman wrote Eternals. Was? Enough people know who Shang-Chi is. Shang-Chi has been a character that's been active in Marvel nonstop since the 1970s. I understand that. So I know who Shang-Chi was. A lot of people who are in that you know, we're in it. No, you know who you, Ethan, know, who did you know who Shang-Chi was? I know who he is. I've never read any of the stuff. There, so. He knows who he is. But if, if, like if a year ago I reads. told him they're gonna make they're gonna make a movie about the Eternals, he has no idea who the Eternals are. None. Neil Gaiman wrote Eternals. 
for like a year. He doesn't know who the Eternals are. <laughs> I remember seeing Eternals as I was flipping through the comic boxes. There you but go. That's it. <laughs> I never. You're like, oh, that's a movie it. thing, right? Is that Marvel? Is that DC? I, I never I, actually I, know what they what they did. Or if he would have said this about Eternals, if Chapik had said Eternals is going to be an experiment, again, you can't help but agree with him because of the fact that it's characters that nobody really knows. There isn't really a plot in the trailer. Nobody knows what the what the hell is this? Like right. what what are they doing? You know, at least Shang Chi gives you a plot. They... My dad's the bad guy, and I'm gonna go beat him up. I got the plot. Okay, I got it. I know there's dragons and there's hands and there's something and a guy and a guy covered our bus in half. I don't know how much Aquafina I can take in that film. <laughs> um, she's a lovely woman, an amazing actress, and a good and a good comedian. But I just this might be too much. Um, but Eternals, you put Angelina Jolie in it, okay? But is she really a name star? When was the last thing she was in a movie? The last movie you saw, remember she was in Tomb she's, Raider, and they bombed. She's a big enough star, though. Even, but in, that's not a pull. But to Kit me. Harrington isn't either. No, it's 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 all like it's already in the culture. Pull people, yeah. and then they're like, "Hey, Kumail, yeah, what's up? Get ripped, all right." That guy looks like he's carved out of granite. He's in another he, something else I saw coming up that I wanted to see. Batman, um, he plays the Riddler. That'd be oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> That'd be interesting. That would be awesome. <laughs> Damn, that what the <laughs> that's a really interesting take. Um no, that, if you use the word experiment for that, that would be something. If you tell me Eternals is coming out on November first, and I can watch it for free November before 5th. November fifth. But I can watch it for free before Christmas. Even me as a Marvel guy goes, maybe. Maybe that's the experience. Am I really going to go see Eternals mm -hmm. in the theater? I probably am. But I can see people that are a step down from me in terms of like, oh my God, Marvel's ever going, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go pay 15 bucks to watch that yeah. when I can get it for free in six weeks. That's going to be the interesting part. Yes. Um, and again, it gives them new data points. And what is that data point? Oh, say? Obi-Wan. That's right. Yeah. Han's in that too. Shows up as a Han Solo's in it. Oh, wait, it's the guy who played Han. One of my favorite memes. Oh, Han's in this film. <laughs> or in this series. Um, but yeah, I just, I think there was a lot of miscommunication with it. But the perception it, it is the reality. I, I give you, I give you that. It was a I give poor you, choice of words. Yes. Yeah, and I give was. you perception is reality, especially mm -hmm. for people who only read headlines. Mm -hmm. And you have to be, if you're a multi-billion dollar corporation and you're at the, at the head, head of it, you have to be more careful with what you say. You yeah. really, I, I, I feel depending bad. Depending on who I, you're talking to. I mean, because if he was yes, saying. Yes, because he, now everything's covered. Meeting. That's the thing is he's in a, he's in a, 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 a board meeting. He's, everything is covered. Everything. Every, I understand everything, that. everything, everything. If you're a celebrity, why the hell do you have a Twitter account? Right. Throw your phone away right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Because that's, that's the thing. We have, um. Was it in, in in hockey? Someone just got dismissed from a team because they looked at his tweets and he's a Trump supporter, and the team's like, "We're not dealing with this." Yeah. He's, a, he's a he's a super conservative Trump supporter. You're fired. You're no longer the the equipment manager for the team. You're out because he couldn't help himself on Twitter, but just be like, "Trump's right. The Mexicans are coming. Let's kill them or whatever." You know, right? It wasn't even that bad. But when you're no matter where you are, if you're in a people position. Now I don't post nearly as much bite. as I used to. You gave that as a soundbite now. Yeah. Um, I never post as much as I used to because 
I work someplace. Right. Oh, and I stopped doing all that stuff. I got to look at some of the stuff that I'm, you know, that's why it's a lot of it is about sports teams or birds in my backyard. It's like, <laughs> who's going to be like, oh, look at this. You say he likes birds in his backyard. Get rid of that guy. Did you? I would. Well, yeah, it's a good thing I don't work for you then. <laughs> um, <laughs> you still haven't seen Suicide Squad or Jungle Cruise? I saw Suicide Squad. I didn't see Jungle Cruise. What do you think? Suicide Squad is the best Marvel film that DC <laughs> films made. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I finish it, I'm like, that is the best Marvel film that DCEU has is made. It, yeah. It's good. It's it's really good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, it was... Uh, Segway. Uh, so I'm going to spoil a ton of the movie. You saw it, right? No. Oh, never mind. I'm not going to spoil a ton of the movie. <laughs> Darn. You can go ahead. I'm probably not going to see it for a while anyway. Yeah, but you'll still know. It's a shame. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. No, this is this is Suicide Squad. It's much Suicide better than G.I. Squad. <laughs> it's much better than G.I. Joe. They, King Shark is totally the King Shark from almost. The cartoon. Yes, right? almost. Yeah. Because yeah. this one, he, he's a lot He's a lot more dumb and slower where King Shark at least has more. You know, he has to. Or, you know, that's a waste of a cartoon. Mm. It was good. I enjoyed it. We can talk about it when Ethan goes to take a dump or something. I am surprised you haven't watched Jungle Cruise yet. I don't have any time. This week was free comic book day. I I worked twelve hour days all this week. I mean, as much as you love the ride, and I do love the, love ride, the ride, but I love the ride. <laughs> I, I love the ride. Yeah. So, did you watch? Have you watched the ride uh, attractions thing on? Disney I watched Plus? the first episode and I nearly cried. The Jungle Cruise. Yep. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I want to go back to that. I knew ninety percent of it. Yeah. I, I don't like the format for it. I don't like the way they present it. I was hoping mm-hmm. it was more like the Imagineering one. It was a little more serious, but they do kind of the jokey. Yeah. Like, damn it. At least, is, I mean, there's good information in there. The one thing I didn't, I really didn't know was the trees. Which one? That, that they, they were that getting, they, they, they were, were buying trees from the freeway. From they're getting yeah. from the freeway. I knew that because one I of the I knew fasc- they had seeds from around the world. Yeah. One of the fascinating things to me early on when I, when I started to go back, was thinking in my head, like, I don't remember the Jungle Cruise looking like this when I was a kid. And at first, it's just like, yeah, obviously, a lot of the animatronics had changed and everything. But it was also that it's all living trees. So yeah. it all gets bigger. And I started to think, when did this start? And looked back and found that, you know, that they planted the trees, the upside down orange trees yeah. to make the mangroves and the like. I'm like, oh, this is cool. And then, yeah, they went around. I, I think it was like they obtained trees. From local building projects, including yes. the five freeway, was just like the thing I read. I'm but like, he oh. said he went around to like the four hundred five. I of didn't know about the bought, palm. He the, bought the palm trees tree. from people. I didn't yeah. know about. the I palm like that tree. tree. Let me buy it. Okay. Yeah, well, that's the the palm tree. There is, is the is a famous palm tree. I had right. no idea. Like, I had none. no idea either. That was. So I was like, thing. I can't wait to go back and be yeah. like, oh, that's the Rodriguez palm. And he passed away this year. That sucks. Yeah. Um. So I watched I watched that and I watched Suicide Squad and that's that's literally all the time I had to watch for TV this week. Um. The Haunted Mansion one is amazing. Yeah, that's the next one on the docket. And mm. so is the, the Star Tours one is very interesting. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see because I don't know as go. much about it as I as I thought I did. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I knew some of how that kind of came to be. Yeah. But especially the ride technology. Oh, yeah. And it is, is sort of known, but I'm sort of like, cool. So there's enough there. It was like the prop one. I'm like, oh, I didn't know any of this stuff. Like, right. This is cool. And the Imagineering now, one was incredible. Now the end of it's still the best thing on that the show. end of the uh, of Star Tours one is Galaxy's Edge, so they go all into it. Even mm-hmm. Rise of the Republic, or Rise of the I Republic saw it Saturday. all. I already know what's there. That's part of the reason that you know. 
I think that's the biggest bias you have for it. What? For your feelings for it. The fact that within two days of it opening to all the Instagrammers who are like, I like Star Wars. I really loved it last year. Here's 45,000 pictures. Because, yeah, yeah, because it was ruined. You saw it all. Yeah, it was already there. So, I mean, there's still still a... It's not like I'm going to go in there like, well, this sucks. I know I'm going to enjoy it, but it's just not... (laughs) That's not not the reason I want to go back. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, well, it's part of the reason I want to go back. I can't imagine not going, you know, but I want to go back because I want to figure out how to order food. Because I got to relearn how to do Disney again. <laughs> it's not hard. Just make sure you, you know what you want. Earlier. And make sure that I have like six chargers for my phone. <laughs> yeah. If you don't have, a, I'm looking at it and I was thinking, oh, that night that our phones died, like at six or whatever, we would have been screwed. We couldn't have done anything else that day. We went the whole day and I don't think any of our phones died. We were there. Yeah, this is my old phone. Both of our phones yeah. died like at six, so or whatever, and we. Didn't. But that's even with us getting on and for you know and things like that. We they, none of them died. Well, that's what mine. Mine can make a day. De- I'm sure with this one, especially. I think this has only gone with me once. No, no, I think I got this in 2020. I've never gone to Disneyland with this phone, but I never use it for anything, right? There, except for this. So I always had the low battery mode. I don't check by anything in there. Like I'll get back to the car. I'm like, oh, I have text message. Oh look, Rich texted me ten times because he forgot I was going to Disneyland. <laughs> Um, my boss texted me and I'm like, I'm not there. Uh, you know, not there today. Can't, can't help you there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, my boss calls me when I'm at Disneyland and I have to take the call a lot of times. Or what's worse is when a client calls me when I'm at Disneyland, Hey, um, we don't have to fix my remote. Nothing's working. Good for you. Can you come over? I'm at Disneyland. (laughs) Can you come over? It's family time. It's the weekend. I'm off. I'm sorry. <laughs> it oh, has to wait till Monday. But what am I supposed to do? Nothing's working. What is not? And I end up spending like 30 minutes on the phone with them. That's your problem. That's getting just saying, I'm sorry. I can't help you. You're like my boss. Just continuous talking for It's like, we already know the end game of this. Just get to it. Like you're not. Let's <laughs> mm-hmm. go. You know, my boss calls me and says, Hey, I'm not available. Call Santa. Call streets. Um, okay. But you did watch the bad batch. Yes. Ethan. Yes. All right. Something we can talk. About. Uh, there we go. So yeah, I watched. Uh, I watched Suicide Squad. I watched one episode of Behind the Attraction, and I watched Bad Batch only because it was the season finale. It, I totally forgot it was Friday. I just like flipping <laughs> through the thing, and I'm like, oh, I better watch that before mm. before the end. What the hell did I do Friday? Why was I so late on Friday? I can't remember. Or something like I didn't watch it till like ten o'clock. Mm. I guess probably watch this before it gets it gets spoiled. As a as a uh, season finale, what do you think? It's a good setup for the next season, and now that we know that there's going to be another season, we can kind of see where it. Yeah, I love where that was news. Move. Yeah, I well, there's another season. <laughs> like, no, the news is when they're like, "Hey, Rebel season four is the final one," or right, resist, rise, resistance, whatever that one is. Is uh, well, my problem was it was they released that information the week before the season finale. Yeah, so it doesn't give you any fear of something happening to them because you're like, "Oh, there's going to be another season." Well, the I great never... thing, the great thing with those these kind of ensembles is you can kind of think maybe something happens. Because yeah. you could, you know, in well, you, who would have like thought? This, who would have thought crosshairs would betray him at the very first episode? Yeah, you know, something like that. Yeah, you but don't uh, know if he comes back. For example, well, spoilers. For example, when they're all in their uh, tubes going up to the surface, tubes. and then uh, Omega gets clamped down back Omega. again. Omega. 
There's no. I mean, like, yeah. She okay. Well, no, no, what about with that is the uh, droid. AZ. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the the whole thing is that the, I from the moment I saw the droid in the first or episode, second episode, I was like, that thing's just here to die. Mm-hmm. That's it. Really? And then it, yeah. Then yeah. it disappears the for same the whole droid. middle. Oh, because you haven't watched those yet. You haven't watched the uh, the the last si- uh, season six of Clone Wars. Oh yeah, no, whatever. There's an arc. Um, he's in it, and he's in through yeah, the whole so thing. Whatever. When I saw him in there, no matter whether he was a character that existed before or not. I said, that droid's here to die, because that's mm-hmm. the only thing you get rid of. Then when he disappears completely through the middle of the show, I was like, yeah. okay, never mind. When they go back and he pops out of the thing, oh, Amiga, you're back. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're dead. But then he doesn't die. And I was like... <laughs> I was so glad, no. because... I, I wasn't, because I'm like, there's no stakes in any of this. I didn't want him to die. And the whole time, I'm thinking, oh, my God. A, you know, As soon as they started saying, you know, my battery's getting low, yeah. I was like, no, please don't kill AZ. I want AZ. But that's the problem. I have a feeling he's coming with a mega. Everybody, every, the problem, they made a $500 Razor Crest and then they blew it up in the second <laughs> season. AZ dying in the season finale is not going to affect but, the fact whether I, it comes with Omega or not. But no, no, I understand that. I But it, when it happened in the show, I'm sitting there, Beth is sitting there because we both now like this droid. And when you're looking and going... No, they can't kill the droid. Come on. Yes, they can. They no, got, they can't kill the droid. I want be, the droid to stay. The reason to have these new entertainments that aren't, oh, my and God, we can't. to save him was a, it it was, was a good yes, turn. Except it, nothing happens. There's no stakes for any of these people. Mm-hmm. There's no stakes in this entire episode. That's the problem with the all of these. The entire season, there's no stakes. Every when episode you, ends with them prevailing. One of the best things for Rebels is we watched all those seasons, and you knew they were going to survive from season to season. But in the end, you didn't know. We had said it from the start. I'm like, all these guys can die or they can live. You can figure it out. And everyone's like, oh, they have, all have to die because they're not in the original film that was written 40 years ago. No, you just find a way to hide him. And they did. Ezra didn't die. He yeah. just disappears, which is exactly what I said. You can kill Kanan. You can kill Ezra. Yes. Or you can have him go off into wild space. And now you get, hey, we have all this stuff set after whatever. You can play around with it there. But that's you go through that last season going, all of these people could die. Although I or have all cl- of these people could oh, no. say. That's how you fixed it. They fixed it. No, it still wouldn't matter. Because Red Squadron was the Okay, so oh, Christ, are we getting on the X Wings again? <laughs> no, 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 no. Why wasn't the ghost in in the uh battle formation for the Death Star? Because it has a different mission. Because again, not everything and in the I was rebellion. Thinking, oh is wait, it. it was because it was at the battle of, of um, Scarif. Scar- Scarif, yes, but so was Red Squadron, and they made it back. No, they didn't. That was part of the problem. Oh, the reason the Gold, reason, Red Leader made it back. Red Leader makes it back. Some of them make it back, but the reason that the squadron has all these new people yes, in it is <laughs> because they all die. Although, how did they get Red Five's helmet back? They went, they, it was a, the salvage operation. They were over there like, oh, look. <laughs> and they got all the brains out of it. <laughs> Let's just empty this out. <laughs> well, it's probably because it's, it's no, I not know. all the helmets are, are going to be. Uh, Red 5 has a distinguished helmet he has to wear. Uh, yeah, there's just, uh, no, it's just, there's a bunch of helmets there that look exactly the same. Yeah, I know. Because again, you, if you're a guerrilla group like that, you have the equipment before you have the people. Correct. So you may have. Well, you also have whatever equipment's left over yeah, from the dead so people. So you've got. 30 helmets that are sitting at the Yavin base, even though you only got 12 ships left. Right. Hey, this kid that we don't know that showed up in a big freighter, save <laughs> princess Leia. I think they're related. Give him a helmet. <laughs> so they, but he's the never helmet. flown, sir. 
He flew a T-16 back home. Good for him. <laughs> but this guy vouches for him. He came back home and told Luke, like, F the Empire, bro. We're jumping ship. It's going to be great. Um, we let the fat one fly. Why can't we let the kid fly? That should be in there. Like, oh, the, but he's never flown a ship before. Look, you're all going to die. Let's just, just face need, it. We just need pilots up there. Don't worry. What's just tell happen? him where the gas pedal is, where the yeah. brake pedal is. That's all he needs he to know. He doesn't need to land. What are you talking about? Doesn't uh, he's not going to make it well, to land? That was the that's the Doolittle raid, right? When they they shot him off of an aircraft carrier, like how are you supposed to get him back? They're not coming back, right? They're going to go bomb part of Japan and crash, and hopefully we can go get them. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. Yep. Um, the, 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 we're all going to go out. All right, cool. And you're going to fly around a lot. Yeah. Don't get shot with the cannons. Then some TIE fighters. All of you are going to die. And then this huge freighter that has two quad cannons is going to come out of nowhere and save one dude. And that's it. But Josh Harkness was in it. Huh? Harkness. Whatever. What was his, uh, Pearl Harbor? Not Josh Hartnett? Hartnett? No, I'm talking it. about the Death Star. Oh, I, well, I thought you were still talking about Doolittle. No. <laughs> I just described the whole Death Star battle. You all go, you all die, and then a freighter shows up with quad laser cannons and <laughs> saves one dude. I missed the quad laser cannons. Let me tell you, if, I, if I'm Wedge or that one Y-Wing pilot, I'm punching Han Solo in the face as soon as I get back. Where the <laughs> hell were you for the last 45 well, where minutes? Where was that Y-Wing pilot? He was chilling. <laughs> I'm not going down there. Princess Leia called him and was like, hey, we need you <laughs> one last run. And he's just up there like, come on, Luke. Come on, buddy. The story I, of that. I can stay safe all the way up here. I'm surprised that Wait, wasn't. Wait, you uh, guys didn't say the Northern Hemisphere? I'm surprised uh, there there wasn't um, the uh, certain point of view story for the Y-Wing pilot. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Gold 4, the one who made it. I still, that's again, stories from behind the scenes. Why the hell is that in there? Yeah. When John Dykstra or whatever shot that going, wait, why do we have a Y-Wing? Doesn't the script say everybody but Luke dies? <laughs> and Wedge? Wedge is the only one that, <laughs> Wedge. You can't do any good back there. Okay, everyone else is going to die. <laughs> but and I'm back shot here. Of, this shot of him on Yavin signing a contract for two more movies. <laughs> I get to be in the second and the third one, right? Uh, so I, I just felt this episode of the bad batch was just kind of not a season ender. I was just like, eh. I think it's a season ender in the fact that you have the, the group break up again. Mm-hmm. So three episodes ago, you have crosshair run into Hunter yes. as he's been taken prisoner. Obviously last episode he's on Camino. We start to see the destruction of Camino. This is the, the wanton destruction. It's over. There's no, yeah. there's no Camino left. We get um, Crosshair being a part of the group and a part of the escape, but chooses to stay because mm-hmm. the Empire is coming back. And so that, to me, was the season ender part of it, was that he's a part of the group, but we still have that separation and that idea that they're still enemies. But we know there's something there. And the way that they draw Crosshair, the expressions you get, is he's starting to question what the hell he's doing as well. But not as much as, like, I'm doing something wrong as I can't understand why they're doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. He's why, being why stubborn is, about... Yeah, leaving. why is Hunter and all three of the other ones, and as as Omega says, Omega, you were my brother too. Right. You know, you're still my brother. We're all from the same cloning facility. We're all the defects. We're all brothers. You're all... Yeah. Yeah, we're all and yes. then we get a, a hint of what... Why they took uh, the scientists there, which it drives me crazy. They, I mean, it's 
the stupid bias in me, but those voices are so female. Yes. And when they call them he, and I was like, okay, <laughs> damn it. Lama Sue's is, is, is kind of, you know, we know Lama Sue is dead. Uh-huh. That's the other thing. It's like, we know all the Camino's gone and stuff like that. So what, so what do you think they're going to use the, the, uh, the pneumonian, pneumonian, the, the come it's this. It's. I. I still think it's Comedian. this. It's the Comedian. start of finding a force sensitive cloak. I think. Yeah. Because that's what I think Omega is, and that's. You think she's force sensitive? Yeah. We said it from the start. Yeah. When she shoots that trooper, there's something with her, right? Yeah. She seems and to she's be already, very accurate. And the, and the thing that she said, she is older than the other one, so she has. She's unaltered. She's the same age as Boba. She would be the same age as Boba. Yes, because she's an unaltered clone. Right. But she's older than the Bad Batch because she was actually hatched first. Yes. As, a, as what seems to be unaltered, but feels like from all of their conversations and the hints that they dropped is she was altered in some degree. Yes. And that she has... They, they changed her chromosome. Yeah. That she has... And but also yes, the so fact she's that also, she has yes. a, force, a force sensitivity. And that's the start of this. Because the Empire is obviously moving away from clones. They give you a reason for it. Doesn't make any sense. Um, and so as you're moving away, you still want a scientist that's doing stuff. I mean, think of all the scientists we've seen in The Mandalorian. That's mm-hmm. what their that's what their job is, right? The so whole, the whole thing for Grogu is to make us, you need a Force-sensitive blood yes. sample. yes. So Omega, whether she, the blood in her is or she's accepting of it or whatever, maybe she's already had the transfer. I mean, they've had access to the Jedi supposedly. Right. You know, sifo is there or Darth Tyrannus or whoever's there that makes this deal gives them their blood. Because if, if, you're, if you're, you know, Count Dooku slash Darth Tyrannus, maybe the Emperor Palpatine, Darth Sidious has already told you, this is my way to cheat death. Is mm-hmm. I need clones to move my essence into. You have to give them your blood, right? Or he sends his own blood. That's what I was like. Saying. That's in that's in Camino. Whatever it is to be, pop it in there. Boy, that would be that'd be the Ray moment, wouldn't it? If Omega has a uh, Palpatine's blood in her, or it's like, or oh, is everything connected to to Super Palps? There, come well, on. See, here's what I think: is that this is Palpatine. The bloodline for Palpatine for Ray is a clone of him that rebelled. Or her father. That her father's the clone. That's, I that's think what that's I mean. That's what Rich is saying. It's, oh. it, he's actually a clone of Palpatine, but he rebelled. He I, did. I thought you were talking about Ray. No, 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 no. Got it. And then Ray is... That's right, Ray's the biological daughter of a clone of Palpatine. Yes. Get it. Possibility. That's what I... I, I always thought that. Mm. It, and that makes it make more sense. See, now, if I'm Rick Feach... I'm suing Disney for some cash because I came up with the clone body idea <laughs> and the S is transferring in Dark Empire in 1991. So where's yeah. my cash, bro? I mean, that's where all these guys are like, no, just do the, do the things. And I'm like, they, they're doing it in well, a way. And, but the, we've always, you and I have kind of always said that is they're picking and choosing what they want. Yeah, there's going to be the, pieces from it. There's a, there's a, a, what I find fascinating because I can accept the idea that you can't go forward. If you're a brand new company, if Lucasfilm just stayed as Lucasfilm and in 2012 said, we're throwing away the EU because we're going to make a couple of movies. I would have more of a problem with it than Disney buying it and saying, we're going to make some new movies. We're going to invest a ton of cash into Star Wars, but we're going to hand J.J. Abrams or whoever we hire to do this film 
80,000 pages of fiction and tell them to make it all make sense. Oh, no, I agree. And that's that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, if Lucasfilm done it, I, I would probably have a harder time with it. But I'm also, I, I'm, I'm other thing, like, give me something new. Yes. I don't, I don't need you to, to adapt Heir to the Empire. I've read it. Right. I know that story. So give me something new. So either move way forward. Mm-hmm. And, and I was, that, that could have been a great idea. Like, we're just going to scrap the legacy part of it, the Cole Skywalker yeah. stuff. And we're going to start there 50 years at 40 years after if you did that, that would be interesting. And like all that stuff exists. We're just going to move forward. But even the, the EU doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. The EU has got a bunch of contradictions in it. And where people are, <laughs> I love the ones like you guys act like it was all great. Right. There's a ton of crap in the EU. Air to the Empire There's, doesn't work after the, the, tri- the prequels. Not really. I mean, not, not down to the, to the. <clears throat> exact the time the timelines don't work there's other bits and pieces yeah, it's just so that was where you would adapt it to change but it i don't care like i don't need those i don't need i don't need you doing as much as i would love a rogue squadron series i don't need it based oh, come on, on you book. know you want splinter of the mind's eye the movie you could still do that um if you really wanted to no i know you could that, don't give them that idea because i don't need i don't need two stunt people playing luke and leia that they just digitally alter yeah but don't uh, they they make out in it or something probably and plus it's the 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 mystic force thing of like oh the crystal can help yes. you Ugh. like you, you keep making it just exactly like magic and it takes away to me yes. it takes away all the things but look it's there I'll, I'll accept whatever's there that that makes sense to me and then if it doesn't i don't care so where I do you think where do you think that bad batch is going to a new season well i know it's that f- to space. <laughs> but, they're gonna they're gonna meet the Fast and Furious crew in space. <laughs> but it does here's one of the things that we did, you know, with That's the, the fun thing of this is like you don't know what's next. Because if they if they go back to to Psy, Sil, Sid. Sil, Sylvie, Sil, Sid, 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 whatever. And they're just running missions for eleven episodes. Yeah. I mean, the middle of it, I, I like those. I, I have, I'm perfectly fine with those types of episodes where people say, oh, those are filler. Like, you you forgot what TV was. Right. Because um, that's what TV was. TV was a, a couple of, watch the X-Files. And oh, I know. You get super mad. But everyone's favorites are the non-mythology ones. Yeah. Um. So, but where are they going? Where are they going to, you know, Rex is going to be in it. Yeah. You know, they're going to push them towards the rebellion. And likely at least one of them is not going to make it. Yep. Including cross, I, I think Crosshair doesn't make it. Wrecker, um, either Wrecker or I, I. It almost feels like you do Echo because you he could has do the Echo. most. That's the most impact, and, and also if he's you're going to do, part, but see, he, he's not part of the original. And it's core. also like, look, if you're if you're doing Bad Batch, you know, Bad Batch Reborn, Adventures in the Rebellion in the middle of Hoth or whatever. Echo's got a ton of story you've already told. You can yeah. still go move forward with Hunter and Tech and, and Wrecker and Omega. As she yeah. meets Hera again, like, oh, I remember you. I told you had a fly. <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> Why man. Why is she from Brooklyn? No, Brooklyn would be like, <laughs> I, know, I thought an you had Australia a fly. From Brooklyn. Australia from Brooklyn. Did it kind of sound like that? <laughs> I thought you had a flea. <laughs> and then you're like, wait a minute. But in it Rebels, does. it's established that Hera is one of the best pilots in the galaxy. It's my favorite lines. Yeah. When Sabine steals, steals the, the TIE Defender 
And Thrawn says, oh, it has to be Sabine, because if General Hera was behind that, we'd never catch her. Like, we'd all be dead. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, that's a great line. Like, yeah. So she's supposed to, but she gets taught by Omega, who's never flown anything in her life. Come on, man. <laughs> as bad as the Wonder Woman Chris Pine thing. Oh, she got the basics from Omega, and she practiced, and yeah. she got better. It, it's, it's, it's it's Chris the... Pine jumping in a tornado, and like, I flew biplanes, <laughs> and then a military jet. And they're exactly the same. As long as I know what the wind is doing, <laughs> shut up. You remember way too much of that movie because it sucked. That's the problem. You like you remember a whole ton of stuff from movies that suck because uh, it sears into your head of like, boy, I really hate this because of this. <laughs> um, it does seem like with the live action TV series Mandalorian and the Bad Batch, there's a lot building towards cloning. Or the future, or what's next for cloning within the Empire. Which is exactly <laughs> what people what the- did in the EU. Because that's the oh, whole yeah, thing with yeah, the, yeah. the Empire, is that he has secret cloning facilities. Right. The Sparty cloning facility or whatever, the Sparty cloning process or whatever. Yeah. And obviously in, in Dark Empire, you've got the same thing. He had his own bodies ready to set up. Yes. As soon as you see the bodies in episode nine and the thing, and I'm like, oh, that's that's Air of the Empire number number five. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's totally it. That's right, it's right there. Um, or number six, whichever one you find, when Luke gets to that facility. So, yeah, cloning's still going to be kind of what it was in the early EU when they knew that something happened with clones because they called it the Clone Wars. Right. And it was like that mystery because wasn't it... It's the second Thrawn book, isn't it, with the fleet? And you find out the fleet is all yes. crewed by clones? Yes. That's how they were able to dark. Is it Dark Force Rising? Is that the name of the second book? Yeah, because it's yeah. a Dark Force was the, was, was the dreadnoughts that the two hundred dreadnoughts yeah. that they get lost in space. But the only lost way, lost in space. But the way that they crewed them was with clones. Was or that's how the Empire was going to do it. They, that's how Thrawn was going to do it. Yeah, and were there clones already on it? Because it was something like Luke. Luke felt them through the Force, and they felt off because they were clones. That Whatever. was that's the Jedi Master. Ooh, Luke felt them. That, that's the Jedi Master with the, the what, two U's. Yeah, the Sabbath. Yeah. Um, no, the two U's is Luke. It's Luke. Luke. Yeah, Luke. 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 Um, that's how, you know, it had two vowels. That's how Remember how much we love that? And now we'd look at it like, that's so contrived. <laughs> yes. Luke and Luke. Omega. Omega. So, Omega. They, they, find, they, they find them in that, in that, uh, the Emperor's like, yeah, uh, our like mountain, that. like, Tyrannus Mountain. Or there might have been another one where there was there was something where they were clones. They they they, but you, no, no. they they spottingly put clones into the EU before Episode Two came out. Right you know, before there was any chance we were ever going to make an Episode One. Mm. Or Lucas is like, oh man, this makes cash. Well, that's why you know, when you hear the Clone Wars, it's like, oh, what, you know. And, and then when they show it to you, you're like, oh damn it. And in your mind, especially after after reading uh, Dark Force Rises and that. Because the, the clone Jedi Master says that the clones were starting, they were defected and they were starting to rise up against everybody. Rise up. And that's what it was. It was clone Go wars between, you know, the clones were attacking people so the Republic had to stop them. It was kind of what Dark War, the, the Heir to the Empire trilogy came up with. They were wrong. And then it was so wrong. Well, I think even in that, don't they tell you at the end of the first, you know, the the, the appendices in the Dark for in the Dark Empire comics were something different? Yeah, because remember, I, I love reading those. Like, oh, this is way off. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Boba Fett was a stormtrooper command who killed his commander and ran away. <laughs> what? Although they didn't, they did introduce the E wing in that. Yes, E wing sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible design. Well, it's one of those things. <laughs> 
That's where, just like when, when episode one and you first saw the Naboo fight, you're like, what is this? This is an X-Wing. Yeah. And then you watch it, you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. And you keep waiting for the X-Wing in the next one. In the next one. No, you were waiting for the X-Wing. <laughs> we're going to the story. Well, it doesn't matter. I don't <laughs> understand why Rebels wasted showing how they got the Y-Wings. Because nobody gives a damn about. Instead of how they got the X-Wing. Nobody gives a damn. The Y-Wing just fit into the story. Hey, but the X-Wing. No, the because X-wing then you would have been like, that needs to be two seasons. I need to know exactly how they buzz. Income, bunch of dudes said, F this, and they ran away. That's the whole thing. It, that yeah. that story. And, I love the fact that that has the, the, the A-Wings or the, the A-Wings already in there. I know. So is the B-Wing. You see the Y-Wing, the, you know, them getting Y-Wings from the Republic. Which they are which pretty they much half down, are yeah. dismantled. That's yeah. why they look like that. We get the, the, the first part of the B-Wing. We can figure out how the B-Wing gets, gets uh, developed. And we see the X-Wing like in the last two episodes yes. or whatever. It's just, every every ship that was in there outside of the Y-Wing, because they used the Y-Wing in Clone Wars. Right. Every ship in there, I'm like, well, that's wrong. Yeah, I know. The A-Wing and the B-Wing aren't, the A-wing and the B-Wing aren't supposed to be there until after Hoth. Like, at least, why weren't they used? At least the B-Wing made sense that it was a prototype. Yeah, and they didn't have the money to build it or whatever. Yeah. But the A-Wing thing, I'm like, why are there no A-Wings in, right. in the middle? Yeah. Why are there no... It would have been interesting if they put A-Wings in Rogue One and had them all get destroyed. Like, yes. everything in that sector of the galaxy was just toast. Yes. But, again, they don't talk to each other. It's not like <laughs> Gareth Edwards was watching Rebels going, wait, that's wrong? I know. Hold on a second. <laughs> wait, you hey, said I couldn't use ship. that ship. <laughs> we got to... No, the internet said you can't <laughs> use that <laughs> ship. Well, I'm going to you. This is Star but it's Wars okay, but Rebels, you know... People, oh, there are so many people that are dedicated to that show. That show's amazing. It's amazing, but the like that's How the many people, end all the end all of Star it's Wars. The same thing with Clone Wars. You got a lot of people that's the only thing from Star Wars they've liked since the original trilogy. Yeah, and they still hate the movie in the first season, but they like the Mandalorian, and they like the Mandalorian because it gives you all of the nostalgia. <laughs> the entire I don't I don't need another season of here's everybody that came before. Well, you know who's not going to be in next season? Ahsoka. Horatio Sands. Probably. Well, not, look, he probably wasn't going to be in the next season anyway. <laughs> You're not going to see that character again. I don't. Th- I don't think they're going back to Navarro anytime soon, one way or the other. Yeah, and apparently, they, if if you work, I'm waiting for Pedro Pascal and uh, and Carl Weathers to be in some sort of trouble. I know. If you're on that show, <laughs> you get yourself into trouble. Oh man. Anything else? Oh, hey, uh, <laughs> Dick Grayson came out to be <laughs> bisexual. No, he did not. <laughs> it wasn't Dick Grayson. No, I know. It's Tim Drake. It's Tim Drake. <laughs> this is J- why. This Jason is, Todd. This is why. No, Jason Todd is dead. Uh, this is Stephanie. why. This is why. Um, everyone would like that. Uh, Carrie. <laughs> it would have been. Uh, it would have been better. They would have been more accepting of Stephanie Brown being bisexual than. Yes. Than Tim Drake. Yes, Tim Drake goes Tim on. Tim made the made the most sense too. If you of, of the characters, honestly, of all the characters, the with Robins. the way that they've made Dick the Lothario, which he's been for thirty years. I mean, he's just plowed his way through the DC <laughs> yeah. universe. Him being bisexual would actually make more sense. But then it okay, brings I'll up give the, you that because yes. anyone that you do as bisexual as a Robin, since all of the Robins at some point were Robin under age. Right. They're all Robins before they turn 18. 
one of them was molested by Bruce. Please tell me that's no, but but that's the thing is it brings up a weird thing. You have Bruce hanging out with yes, and and again, once you start putting reality into superhero, I know things, it's tough because when you the, the joke for years has been he's been a child predator anyway, right? Because you know, there's the one of like. Uh, well, he was grooming like, them to be. Yeah, so there's there's one that that's recent. It's just like a kid who has their their parents gunned down on the street, and Batman just takes them, and they're like, "What? Where am I going?" He's like, "It's okay now, Robin. My name is Bob." No, it's okay, Robin. We're just gonna go in the Batcave. What are you doing? Like so he's abducting. He takes him to the Batcave. This could be really. That's bad. what I mean. Is is getting my black van? Having doesn't have any windows. Doesn't need him. Uh, Come play with my battering. You already have somewhat of a problematic real world relationship of Bruce being anywhere between the age of 25 and 45 and a 17 year old kid running around beating up homeless people and, <laughs> and deranged mentally ill people. Um, so now you add in the idea that you could possibly have a character that is sexually attracted to him. Right. Being with him when he's young. Right. Which, look, I mean, anyone, you know, someone who's discovering their sexuality as a teenager is usually living in a home with adults, so... And they do have a strange devotion to Bruce. Yes, they do. <laughs> All of a sudden, the, the giant wang in Batman Damned is a new... <laughs> no wonder wow. he doesn't eat kitty. Wow. Bat wang. It's it, there's a larger issue of the idea of taking a character and changing him that people are you know always going to get bent out of shape. Comics reinvent themselves all the time. But you're right. Uh, Dick does make the most sense. Dick to me is the character that they've created makes the although most sense. the reason when that you're you watching, probably don't know is because his name is Dick. No, it's Rick. And then it was <laughs> um, it's like in Star Wars as what they they kind of led Lando to be. Yes, we make the assumption that he's straight when we see Empire because that's our bias. Right. He, you know, comes to Leia and says, whoa, what do we have here? And you're like, no, see, he's straight because he only comes on to Leia. He doesn't come on to Han. He knows Han. Han's maybe already turned him down. He's not banging a Wookiee anytime soon. And or droids don't not, do it because he is pan. And that's what I'm saying is to make Lando the pan character within with the way you've developed Lando as a character in all of your media. Uh-huh. Your books, your comics, your TV series, your your movies. Especially after it makes uh, after it solo makes a ton of sense, right? Mm-hmm. So, for this, if you're looking at the types of characters that you've done with these three prominent Robins, Dick Grayson, um, Tim or four, I guess uh, Tom, uh, Dick Grayson, uh, Jason Todd, Tim Drake, and Damien. Although Damien seems you know is younger. Damien's too much of an asshole to be by. Like he, he doesn't like anybody. Well, it, you might as well say the same thing about Jason. Jason's the same way. That's why I would say Jason and Damien are off the map because they're not. They don't have romantic relationships anyway. Right. That we can see. Um, Tim obviously does mm-hmm. with Stephanie, um, and I think there's somebody else as well. And Dick, like we said, Dick has been shown to be very promiscuous. Right. I mean, he's banging aliens for God's sakes. At some point, he's like. I gotta try something new. Well, so, they're mixing pan already. Sort of. They're they they're you know, again the real world BS is like okay, yeah, well, I Starfire know. identifies as a female. Um, you never know. Starfire could be have a package under that thing. <laughs> yeah. 
Or there's no genitalia. It's just, you know, they just, they're asexually reproduction. Whatever. So it, it same with man dick would kind of be the same to me would be the one that like you go. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Where Tim, maybe not so much because he has, and again, being bisexual doesn't mean that he's, you know, that Stephanie would be up. When you made Rob, Bobby Drake gay after having a long-term relationship in the X-Men comics yes. with, uh, Trish Tilby was, was, uh, was Beast's boyfriend or girlfriend. Sorry. Well, he had, had, he had a long movies had Kitty. Yeah, but that's not the movie character. They made they made the comic character that supposedly is the same character from 1961. Yes, as he, that he's gay. He's been in a long term relationship before that you see, and so now you're like, well, he's you know he used it as the beard, whatever. If you make him bisexual, it's like, well, yeah, he's attracted to both, right. and so that's Tim's thing. Like, it's not it doesn't invalidate his relationship with Stephanie. Correct. Whatever of it still exists. I mean, there's been two, two reboots since he was with Stephanie, so. You never know. But, it, yeah, it, it caused a little bit of a fervor. I'm sure the internet was fine with it. I'm sure males on the internet, white cis males who identify with Tim Drake as, I like gadgets and beating up homeless people, too. I'm, I'm, I'm Team Dick or Tim Team Tim. Or <laughs> Apparently, that means something different now. <laughs> Which one? Team Dick or Team Tim? Both. You're on the same team. <clears throat> Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like in this day and age, it's it shouldn't be something that's surprising or shocking anymore. No. What the reaction or the actual mm-hmm. both? No, to have such a reaction to like, oh, mm-hmm. the character is gay. Okay. 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 <laughs> well, everyone's always like, you know? make a new character, and it's like, but you're not going to representation matters. So to have well, you guess some of that right though. What? We'll talk about when he's in the bathroom. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Are you even listening to the podcast? That just sounds wrong. No, I, I guess the situation right. I guess the wrong characters. Yeah, um, I'm glad you. I'm glad you caught up to where I was ta- going from 40 minutes ago. <laughs> no, 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 because he did the okay. okay. Um, so I thought of Chad, which yeah, thought. Mm-hmm. See, there, there's a progression um, with it from 40 minutes ago. <laughs> But the 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 I mean, fact of I think, when <laughs> this is the agenda thing, you know, DC's got an agenda or whatever. Yeah, DC has an agenda. It's to sell comic books, tell digital copies, and, and to you make want people, repre- people you inclusive. Want... Let me finish. <laughs> no, that representation matters to an audience you're trying to covet. You're trying to include as well. Yes, it means more when it's a Robin, when it's a name, rather than okay, we're gonna get yet another Robin, even though Damien is starring in a title named Robin. We're going to tell you he's gay. And I think from the start, you're like, oh, cool. This new 16-year-old kid that Batman sees after his parents are gunned down, he brings him in. He's like, oh, thank you, Mr. Wayne. By the way, I like penis and vagina. Well, this is a problem. (laughs) I don't know if this is okay. Because you're introducing that character with, with... Think about it. He never married. He's Creative, always single. The only person um, he was there with was Alfred. He almost married. And then and then comic shops were really pissed he didn't. <laughs> um, are you insinuating that Bruce Wayne is banging Alfred? And that's even worse. No, I was saying His that caretaker, Alfred. The people that, that he, he is left to the charge Alfred, of Bruce Wayne. The man who's like his father. Saying, maybe even more than his father because he's alive. <laughs> took advantage of a young Bruce Wayne. Is that what you're insinuating? I mean, you insinuate, shut your yes. mouth, sir. Would make sense why Bruce would grow up feeling that way and reacting that way. Well, that would make sense why Bruce keeps stealing children is because he wants to have a son of his own. <laughs> but he wants to, he wants to pretend that he had it with a woman because 
His gay feelings are all because Alfred raped him at night. Wow. <laughs> That's what you're insinuating. He had an In improper relationship with Bruce. And which led to Bruce having a proper relationship with Robin. We need to stop. Comic books need to end right there. Like this is, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a, that's a, a huge extrapolation from my idea of how does AIDS exist in the DC universe with Mr. Terrific. <laughs> you know, you tell me Dr. Fate can't figure out how to fix AIDS magically. I mean, come on. Cancer. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Marvel had to make an entire cancer universe to f- figure out how to kill Captain Marvel, the original Captain Marvel. <laughs> Like, how do you get cancer? Oh, there's a whole universe where that's all it exists. And it comes in and reads like, oh, this is a cancer I've never seen before. Uh, so does that mean, that Mr. Richards, introduced, so that be you, careful. So if that statement to me is Dr. Richards cured cancer in the Marvel Universe, as he should have. Reed, what are you doing? Oh, I'm trying to figure out how to go to the microverse. Cool. Dad has colon cancer. Can you figure that out? <laughs> Bobby has AIDS. Can you figure that one out? You know the original, or yes, the first, uh, the first uh, um, Nova got lost in the cancer verse. Mm-hmm. So it could end to, up showing up. You have to, you have to renew the copyright. That's why. That's the only reason he went. Um, we have to control our IPs. That's whenever you see a weird character in the title. That's why Marvel Comics Presents existed. It's like, oh, cool. We can just yeah. We're gonna lose Speedball. God forbid. Let's put him in a short story and. Uh, because the, the the contract states we got to put them in a story every five years or whatever. <laughs> it's like why uh, Fox was making Fantastic Four movies because oh we're gonna lose yep. the license. That's exactly. Why Sony keeps making Spider Man movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Sony lets other people make Spider Man movies did, for them. Did you see that there was something going around that supposedly Kevin Feige mm-hmm. said mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. there will not be a Spider Man trailer because he doesn't. That no, was totally fake. I know. Like I said because like, on the fake. bottom you could see in small print like. Um, not said by, and then it says yes. Kevin Feige. There'll be a Spider-Man trailer, but I don't understand why people are all out of. It's like why isn't it out yet? Yeah, <laughs> you got like next month. We got Shang Chi. I'm sure. I'm sure it's gonna be before Shang Chi. Yep, and it'll be like, hey guys, although I'm a scientist, this movie is not an experiment. And then you just keep going. <laughs> Bob Chavik's like, yeah, nailed that one. <laughs> Fixed it, bros. All I need is Tom Harlan. Tom Harlan? Who the hell is Tom Harlan? Tom Harlan. What? Tom Holland, America's favorite British sweetheart. <laughs> is there anybody in those movies who's actually from the United States other than Chris Pine? Um, Scarlet is. Most of them are. It's a, it's I know. A joke. All of our, all of America's greatest actors are British. It's pretty, pretty much. much. <laughs> you know, over in over in Britain, you can't. They don't put uh, American actors in leads in their films. So they make like ten films a year. They can make they can make film. I mean, everybody makes films over there, but you know, majority everybody, of people, not everybody. I every sing, every single person in Britain's like, oh, what are you do today? Go, oh, go make a film. <laughs> I got the camera. I don't want to make a film. Well, oh, I have how to. How do you know they're not all recording with their phones? So they are because it's not the largest movie making. <laughs> I'm not saying that they if you're saying every it. single person in Britain is making a film. <laughs> you said film production. Yes, I know. I said that, yeah. but I knew you were going to take it. You know what I meant. They have their own film industry over there. but Well, yeah. Everybody's into but it. But it's not like here where we now go out of our way to find or to hire the most likely the best actor. And it ends up being somebody from Britain or Australia. Mm-hmm. Crikey. I mean, I mean, there's so many leads now in American Omega. films. Omega. <laughs> 
Actually, that voice actress is a New Zealander. Yes, she is. Yep. Shockingly, looks nothing like <laughs> nothing like. Really, a you yeah. don't say. So from New Zealand doesn't look like a, a, a little blonde white girl. Yeah. Well, Ashley Eckstein doesn't look like Ahsoka. Oh, she totally does. That's why she should have played her, right? <laughs> That's why everyone's like, "Make her play her." And everyone's always like, "Oh, I love this." Screw uh, Ashley. Just the voice. And she made Ahsoka what Ahsoka became. Yeah, but she ain't gonna get any money out of it. Nope. <laughs> she ain't getting paid for the movie. She's making plenty of bank right now, anyways. Her universe is big time now. Yeah, because everything's an overpriced junk. Not all junk. Yeah, it's pretty much junk. No, this shirt's not from there. This one's... <laughs> I forget where. Trust me, it's still made in a sweatshop. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, it's made it's by a little Malaysian... It's made it's, it's made by little Malaysian children with guards on top of them with machine guns. Like, you work now! <laughs> but in Malaysian. In Malaysia. Yeah. <laughs> um... Malaysian sweatshops are, are you not excited? an experiment. Are you, are you excited to see Shang-Chi? Yeah, I love Shang-Chi. It's not going to be my favorite Shang-Chi story. I mean, hell, Secret Avengers. He fights a space station. It's really cool. Do you understand now why they released the images of uh, him fighting uh, the Abomination? Having Wong yeah. do it? Yeah, because the trailer company picked that. <laughs> but also the fact that if people see that, it may draw them in too. I don't think anybody's seeing it because, oh, the abomination's in a tenth of a second of a trailer. (laughs) Look, you're either in or out. That's the thing. Trailers trailers for Marvel films and Star Wars films are useless. Right. Hell, at this point, trailers for Mission Impossible films are useless, and they seem to know that and give you a trailer that gives you nothing of the plot. Right. MI6, whatever the hell the last one was, the Henry Cavill one. I've said it on here a thousand times, so anybody listening, like, oh, damn, he's going to say it again. Okay, so when I saw like, the trailer, there's no plot in it at all. I'm watching the movie going, I have no idea what this movie is about. That's excellent. Okay, something like The Jungle Cruise. Does that need that type of trailer? It can give you some, yeah, because it can you give you some see, tone. Do you need to see in the trailer the Jungle Cruise uh, is the such joke, a joke, the, the backside of water joke? No, that's dumb. That, that's, that pissed me off. Like, don't put that in there. We know it's in there, but don't give it to me now. Right. That's stupid. Um, to just give you the tone, because it's because based it on does, a right. It's like Haunted Mansion. You the whole plot. If you're going to make a movie about Haunted Mansion, which they have. oh, which they have, you want to know <laughs> is this going to be? They have an R. Uh, is this going to be a film that is semi-serious? Is it going to be kind of a, a a horror story with some, or is it Eddie Murphy's The Clumps but with spirits? That <laughs> and that's what it was, and that's what the trailers you watch that like. Okay, I don't need to see this. Right. Jungle Cruise tells me it's not completely farcical, but it's going to be more like The Mummy than it is Indiana Jones in that there's going to be a lot of kind of farcical campy stuff in it. And that's probably what should be in there. So we'll find out whenever I get the chance to see it. That's a good one. I would have gone a step farther with it, but I don't want to, but that's, that's, I don't want to give that to you because something like that gives you an idea of the tone of the film and how you put together a project. Once you get past Avengers, you never have to release a trailer for a Marvel film. Right. It's it's the exact same, you know, episode, the episode uh, uh, seven trailer. Just had to be J.J. Abrams that just walks onto a white screen and says, you know you're going to see it. Right. And then walk away. Because anyone who didn't see it is someone who has an aversion to Star Wars already. You're not changing anybody's mind. What do, even if it's something like Ant-Man or... No, uh, it's, well, it's a Marvel film. Again, it's the SNL thing. It's a Marvel film. You know you're going to see it. Right. From the creators of the Avengers. Yeah, from from the one guy who helped light Avengers comes Ant-Man. 
If it's Paul Rudd, just again, Paul Rudd just walks out and like, have you seen a Paul Rudd movie before? Yeah. Imagine it as imagine me in the Avengers. Cut, and then that's it. That's all the trailer I need. I don't need him. He he rides an ant. No shit. Right. It's Ant Man. <laughs> Is it Spider Man and an Ant Man now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, despite especially the trailers for something like Black Panther or Spider Man. Now we just need the War Machine movie where he just makes quips. <laughs> That's all we need. The, uh, I guess Black Panther to some degree because you haven't seen Wakanda, and it's to tell you, hey, this is all going to take place in Wakanda. You, know, you see it for half a second in in right. the end of Civil War, right? But something like Spider Man, duh. <laughs> all I need is Tom Holland to come on and say. Don't worry, Uncle Ben does not get shot in this film. Do you think like we don't? Something you like don't a, have to see it. Like well, something like Eternals would still need it. Yes, somewhat. But even then, they don't tell you anything. We didn't interfere until we interfered. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> We've been here for years. Don't call it a comeback. Mama said, "Eternal, you out." <laughs> what? I, what the hell's going on here? We're so old, we don't know references anymore. <laughs> We looked at Mama we said lo- to eternal you out. We 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 looked at the Civil War, World War One, World War Two, Korea, Vietnam, every major conflict, and said nah. But now we're in. We didn't even help out with Thanos. <laughs> That's again. It's always the problem when you go forward. <laughs> You're watching Loki going. What are you doing? <laughs> you just let. Oh, it's supposed to happen. That's BS. <laughs> That's the same. That's like a slavery excuse. Well, it's always been this way. Come on. What are you doing? You let laugh half a universe die, half a timeline die for no reason. No, we knew they were going to win, but they don't really. In a way, you know, people in an airplane still died. Blip. Ah! <laughs> and on that note, you we're imagine gonna... falling 30,000 feet. You're in some sort of limbo or BS or wherever you are. You blipped. Oh, oh, there's no airplane here. <laughs> Ah, it's like that old ah, going down a well. Ah. Look at your watch, like oh, I'm gonna die. It's the uh, it's black. It's the uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy when the when the whale and the bowl of petunias and Jonah and the whale are suddenly like transferred. They are suddenly appeared in the universe over top of a planet, and they're falling. Good for them. And the bowl of petunias says, "Oh no, not again." Fantastic. Makes you wonder. Not really. Um, it makes me wonder why there isn't That's a the shot blip. in one of the in one of the films of just oh, people, people just raining falling? from the sky. <laughs> you know, just the uh, uh, it's Disney. The, uh, you know, where's 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 the shot in Far From Home? You know, you get him in that field in Holland or whatever. <laughs> it looks all pretty, and you just look at oh look at the oh my god, it's raining people. Oh, what about no. the person that gets hit by the person exactly. falling? Exactly. There's still a lot of casualties. <laughs> There's duh, like over top of New York City. Because think about it. Okay, you see, you see that we'll the, the helicopter crash into the building at the end of Avengers, at the end of Infinity War, when yeah. uh, you know Nick Fury, whatever. There are people in that chopper that are still alive. They're dead. They don't come back. Boy, it's uh, it tells you how far we've come in twenty years. Twenty years. Yeah, from because it's 2021. In 2001. And once the pl- once those planes hit those towers, remember movies stopped showing any planes or there wasn't a plane knocking a whole building down until I think until Transformers, and you have Starscream, but that's a robot. So and even that he transforms before he hits the building. He doesn't knock down a skyscraper. No, no. 
but showing a. I mean, hell, you, Man of Steel. There you go. Superman is Flight ninety one or whatever. Uh, yeah, like, wow. probably. <laughs> well, that's where I mean you don't necessarily equate it to it. Yes, the year after. But know, even that, just that, that rap duo imagery. that put out a, a freaking album cover with the things exploding yeah. the day of. <laughs> that is that's that is conspiracy theory stuff. Between <laughs> that and the um, the the Simpsons one when they go to New York, yeah, the nine dollar bus fare. And it's yeah. $9, and then behind her, the two towers, and it's $9. It's like, whoa, come on, man. There's a lot of his stuff in The Simpsons. There's weird. Oh, The Simpsons were. were You're those, going, those are the smartest people. Somebody in the world. went back in time. Between that and. Trump coming down the escalators. And uh, uh, um, the G.I. Joe cartoon. With the flat panel TVs. And everything. With yeah. the idea of, of using the gold thing. Like, we need to get gold instead of cash. It doesn't mean. Cash doesn't mean anything. Buy gold. Buy gold. That's. Cobra Commander would get to like 2019 and go, well, hell, <laughs> we don't have to take over the world. We just have to put a buy gold signs all right. over the place and people will sell us their stuff for nothing. If you call them and say they owe you money, we can get money that way. That's one of the great things in the IDW's G.I. Joe Origins. Yes. Where it's the, the entire uh, mortgage crisis is in Cobra. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's either going to be this bomb that we're sending to like a terrorist group or... We let the this this the formula the this predatory loan formula go to all the SNLs. <laughs> it's just like ah, oh, stop the bomb. Well, <laughs> the thing about it, I mean, I just did the stuff <laughs> that Cobra used to come up with. You know, so the fake so what's the yeah. Yeah, what's the playlist we can go with this week? Somebody's watching GI Joe. Hey, um, let's do a fake telethon with. We'll call our band Cold Slither. <laughs> All right, on that note, we're going to wrap things up. Where are we? Yeah, make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables, on Twitter at Nerdables Show, and on Instagram as Nerdables. And for Chris and Ethan, I'm R.A. saying we will talk to you next time.